Hello, hello. Which one are you on? You're on one. Can you hear me? Yeah. Technical difficulties. No technical difficulties. Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully, some of you are saying that to me because last week, Julia did the episode with Viv. Yeah. Pat is back here today with me, and Mm -hmm. I just got back from Miami this week, and it was amazing i had a great time i left pat and willow here all by themselves my glasses are literally filthy we had a full week sunday to sunday just willow and i just yeah loving life together why don't you talk about how that went it was actually pretty good i think sometimes it's easier doing some of like the parenting with her alone yeah because there's no other input because you just kind of do it how you want okay. it. <laughs> yeah. Which was nice. And, you know, during the work week, it was pretty easy because it was like the same routine every day. It was like, wake up, take her out, feed her, little crate time so I could work out. I would work out, get her out, go for a walk or play time. And then it was like, I would work. And, you know, she's such a couch potato. She just hangs out on the couch or in the office that I work in, there's um there's a bed in there. So she'll like just lay on that bed a lot of times. You know what's so funny? Just listening to what you were saying and talking, you and I, literally I think people are probably thinking that we treat Willow like she's a child. And I just can't wait for the day that we have an actual kid and people hmm. are like, remember when you, you know, treated your dog like she was a kid because yes. I feel like that's what we do. I feel like we definitely do. And I always laugh. Even that because, way we talk about her. Yeah, of course. The but way like your was parents. In a great routine. Yeah. The way your parents, I feel like, you know, your parents have gotten a very firsthand look at how we like treat Willow. And I feel like because your parents obviously had dogs and then had kids. So they're like, oh yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. And they're all, your mom, I feel like I can hear her like, yeah. Like saying how we treat Willow like such a a baby. We spoil her. She's still such a puppy though. I mean, like, I feel like um she's actually getting spayed this week. Um yeah. and apparently that calms dogs down a lot. So I think that things will kinda change after that. I mean we we're not able to like leave her alone at home yet, and I think that's something that we look forward to being able to do. Just like both of us can leave. Mm-hmm. We can trust her at home and know that she's not gonna like get into stuff. Like I don't know when I see that happening. Yeah, I don't I don't but. know if that'll be anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, every time we go anywhere, we put her in a crate and I think we've said this. Like she loves her crate, so I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And we don't put her in there for long periods. Like if I'm going away for the day or anything, you know, long, like we'll find a, a daycare for her. But anything over like six hours, I feel like we'll find somebody. Yeah. Find find somebody to take care of her. We honestly just need someone to be able to like let her out. Like I feel like that would be so much easier if we just like had somebody to come over or take her for a walk. Because she could go back in the crate, like yeah, but she just needs a little attention. Yeah, but so I was no, in. The, yeah, I was in. Miami yeah, the whole the week weekend. with just her was was good. We um, yeah, it was a tough week for us on Instagram though because I was like on Instagram. Well, because of Instagram, because I'm seeing you post pictures at the beach in bikinis as I'm, you know, bending over picking up our dog's poop, and you're just loving life. Yeah, I did have a good time. I mean, I was still working, but I did have a good good time with two of my friends, Viv and Kelsey. Yeah. Um, Viv was there half the week, and then Kelsey was there the second half of the week. 
and it was a good time. Um, I was I, I was happy to be home. It's always nice to come home to your. I don't I don't sleep when I'm out. Yeah. So it's happy to come home to my nice bed and and you guys. Which is another thing that I realized why while Julia was away, her side of the bed is much better than my side of the I bed. I think you're literally just saying that because I'm not there and because you like what's mine. Yeah. I he's think like it was just me, me missing a picture you. in bed and he's like on my side of the bed. And I was like, that is literally not like when you're not there, I sleep. I feel like in the middle. Yeah. But I start out on my side still. Yeah. Like I don't ever sleep on your side. Well, I think you have the better sides of the bed. Well, so. Okay. We can trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. so we're actually recording this. Usually we're early morning recording, uh, recently, but tonight or for this episode, we're actually recording at night because tomorrow morning, Julia's got some fun wedding stuff to go do. Yeah. So we are two, almost two months out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half right now. And I haven't really given you guys the date. Actually, I don't know if I've said it, but it's mid-October and I'm going to get my dress for the rehearsal dinner and the wedding altered tomorrow. So that'll be fun. I'm going to probably starve myself the rest of the night until tomorrow so that I fit into my dress. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not really. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I have some fun stuff to do with that and then I'll be doing some other stuff with my mom tomorrow. So a lot of the rest of the summer is really going to be just wedding, getting that together, getting it, you know, we're coming down to the wire finally. And I think... I think this time last year, we are finally surpassing like the date. Like, because like we're sending like out we're getting invitations. closer. Yeah. yeah. Last year, we didn't get close enough to send the invites and out. I, we're sending them this week. Yeah. It was like right around here a little bit before, but. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can hear our dog. She's literally going crazy and playing. Willow with wants toys, to play right now. It's okay. Yeah. So that's exciting. I think there are a couple things still to be done with the wedding planning. Um, I would say it's. Definitely feeling more what? Like small stuff mostly. Yeah. But it'll all be at one time, I feel like, which will be stressful in like end of September and early October. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fine. Just keep going. (laughs) Of all the toys that Willow got out, she got her squeaky toy out. I was about to say something about the wedding and the squeaky. Yeah, I think a lot of the so Julie and I both have like bachelor, bachelorette party stuff coming up, which is exciting. I think we're down to the point like starting to have conversations around like seating chart at the wedding, which I think is fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, like that's. I mean, it's definitely work, but it is a little more of like the um, like celebration aspect to it. Yeah, I think of oh, who do I want these people sitting with them and this and this and like. You know, just the dynamics, too, of like, you know, families and friends meeting each other. And Mm -hmm. I think that'll be that'll be exciting. So, yeah. And I'm just like talking to our photographer and the videographer just about like things that get it's starting to come down to like me and the photographer. Like I've sent her a Pinterest board of what I'm looking for. And I just feel like it's exciting to be like able to see the vision come to life and also just have this damn party because... Yeah. We'll talk more about wedding. I feel like we should do like a wedding episode before our wedding. Yeah, we definitely need to. We Mm -hmm. can do like, I don't know. I always wanted to hear people's like wedding horror stories. Just like, or what people regret, Uh, what people. Let's do the horror stories after the wedding. Let's do everybody's best stories. But horror stories are usually like something funny. They're not like, I don't know. Yeah. Or I want to hear people's regrets I feel like that's not what we need to hear before our wedding. No, don't you want to hear what people wish they did? So if we have the time to be like, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. I mean. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Wait, a dance Kelsey floor. Wait, was telling me something. Oh, her, she said that she wished that she had designated people to give speeches. And they didn't tell anyone to like the day before, but mm-hmm. we do have that. Yeah, anyway. we do have that. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, Are we ready? Yeah. Speaking of our relationship, we figured today's episode would be great to do. Um, talk about long distance with... Um, I mean, I put on our Instagram stories questions about long distance. A lot of you guys always just ask us yeah. about our relationship in long distance because we did it for five years. Um, so we feel like we are experts in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think coming off of the week apart, long distance just made sense. And every time we do any of our like relationship advice uh, episodes, we always get long distance questions people that are thinking about doing it people that are struggling with it people that are um people that just want to know we always have questions about long distance so i also feel like we are very good at it even to this day like when i was gone for the week Mm -hmm. i feel like it's very normal for us um we miss each other but it's very just like we are it kind of puts us back into oh my gosh willow um, but no, I just think that like we are very, it's, it worked for us. So now we're kind of, you know, we, we don't do it anymore, but when we get that, when we are away from each other, it's not like hard. Yeah. So I think we just wanted to like talk about it and then answer some of your questions about it. I'm hoping that there's some about not just like intimate relationships, but I'm assuming that's mm-hmm. most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Julia said it, we did long distance for five years and our relationship started long distance. At the time, I was living in North Carolina. Julia was living in New York. and So that first year, we had to fly, basically. I yeah. think I drove to you once. You made it, might have drove to me once. Mm-hmm. But for that whole year, it was a plane ride. And whether that's, yeah. you know, it was an hour and a half plane ride, but still. It's... And that was like the first year we were trying to get to know each other. Yeah. Yeah, the plane ride, I mean, it was a short plane ride, but it meant you always had to have it planned. Mm -hmm. Nothing was spontaneous. It was like, hey, all right, next month I'll see you the 23rd. Once a month. Yeah. yeah. It was like. And sometimes it was just for a short weekend mm -hmm. um, because I was in school and you had your like really busy work schedule then. So Um, I feel like we should just say that from our experience, when people say like, I feel like there's a myth around like, does long distance work? And. Of course, we can say that so far it's been, it, it was successful. Yeah. Like it worked for us. And I don't think it works for everyone, but something I always notice and say is just like people say, oh, it never works. But I think that if you want it to, then it does. Mm-hmm. And that was like, we just like weren't willing to not be together just because of the distance, even though it yeah. was hard. Yeah. I feel like I have so many friends and I mean, even through this podcast, people who have said to us, oh, I could never do long distance. And I think with that mindset, like, yeah, long distance is going to be really hard. Yeah. Um, Because we met while we were living so far apart, like that was our only opportunity to actually have a relationship. It was like, we're going to do long distance or we're never going to get to know each other. Yeah. And we were both in a spot where... I still can't believe it was five years. I know. It was a long freaking time. It was a long time. And we were both in a spot where... Um, it fit into our, the rest of our lives, right? Like I didn't need to have my girlfriend living there with me. I didn't right. need Julia I was still to be there. School, I didn't like, need, yeah. Yeah. 
So, okay, let's get into answering some of these because I think that we can kind of bounce on our situation, Mm -hmm. um, giving any type of advice if we need. Yeah. So this one says, I'm 19. Do you think long-distance relationships are worthy at this age? Ooh. Um, That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good one for me because when I met Pat, I was 20. Yeah. And I remember... My family saying, you know, at first it was kind of, it wasn't like they weren't supportive. It was just like they were trying to be realistic and they were like, "Would you know, also Pat was, he's seven years older than me. So at the time it was like a big difference. Yeah. And they were like, what are you going to do? Like go fly to see this guy. You don't even know him, blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Um, I think I didn't have like full 100% approval by everyone, but like I was an adult and I was going to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like when you say you're 19, do you think it's worthy? I think, yeah, like that is, I don't think it's about age. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's about age. I do think there is a little bit of, so I'm picturing 19, maybe you're in college, maybe not. Like don't force a relationship of long distance over other things that you could or want to be doing and don't and i think what i'm really trying to say is don't make the relationship don't force it even though it's long distance or because it's long distance anything and then regret something else you could be doing right right yeah if 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 you think the person you're pursuing is worth it if you think a relationship right now fits into your life then by all means do it go for it Mm -hmm. but if you're just like you know, on the fringe, teeter-tottering, or you're not positive you even want a relationship, then it's cool. Don't go for it, right? Like, prioritize whatever else the other things you want to be doing are. Yeah, I think the difference for us was just that we felt like we really didn't have a choice. Like, we just wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. But if either one of us was feeling like it wasn't worth it, then we wouldn't have done it. So I think it's really just a matter of like the actual relationship and take out the long distance aspect of it. And if you want to pursue the relationship, then you're going to do the long distance. Yeah. And I also think for me, at least, I didn't think about it. It's so like big picture, like, all right, I'm 20s. What I was like 26 at the time. Do I want a long distance relationship? It was like, Oh, this girl's cute. Let me have a phone call with her. Let me message her. A phone call? A professional phone call. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, okay, that went nice. I like talking to her. I enjoyed that. What's next? Oh, let me talk to her again. Mm -hmm. Like you can take it step by step. Yeah, Yeah, don't don't feel like, oh, do I want a long distance relationship? Means you're committing to five years for long distance. Like, you know, take it step by step. about the our situation where we met and did long distance. And I think a lot of people, like there's a lot of people on here that will go through, but that they're have been in a relationship for two years and now they're going to do long distance. And that is maybe even harder. I don't know. Um, I felt like it was very hard for us, but you know, how to stay present when you're with your significant other, but know that they're leaving soon. Mm. That makes me sad because I felt like we went through this so often. Like, yeah. I'm just remembering us leaving each other every time we got to, got to see each other. And it was just tears. And like, if I would come to you on a Thursday or Friday and mm-hmm. I wasn't leaving till end of Sunday or Monday, yeah. all of Saturday night and Sunday, we were, I was kind of just like sad. And I was like, I, yeah. I need to just enjoy the moment with you. But it was very hard because we knew that we were leaving. And also we didn't know when we were going to see each other next. Yeah. 
I feel like every time we would see each other for those five years, it was like, even from the first day, it was like you were starting a countdown to mm-hmm. the day we were leaving. Me like, or us? No, like Just me like, too. Okay, like as yeah. individuals, it was like in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, it's Thursday. I know you're leaving Sunday night. It's very bittersweet. Yeah. How can you not think about that already? It's very like, we are so excited, but at the same time, you're always going to deal with the other side of it where you're like, this is not going to last. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like you were going to say something that would have been like good advice for that. I feel like, oh, I mean, like advice for that would to be, would be to like something that helped us. Sometimes we weren't able to do this all the time, but I feel like um, when we had a plan to see each other again mm-hmm. already before the time we were together was over, yeah, then it made it just less, less hard because that day that I was leaving, it was like a new countdown to the next time we were going to see each other. Yeah. Yeah. We always tried to... N- Whenever we were going to leave each She's other, we were going to have a plan to see each other the next time hey. already. Yeah, always having a plan for the next time you're going to see each other. And I mean, I don't know. that That's such a hard question and something I feel like I was so bad at. We were so bad at. Um, like it was very rare that we had a time to see each other again. Unless it was like the holidays or something. I feel like there was like one or two times where we had like three months planned out. Yeah. But it was like because you were going to be where I was or because I was going to be where you were. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely like having a plan will keep you more in the moment, I think, yeah. when you're together. Yeah. I think doing any of the like how to live in the moment type things, right? Put your phone away. Uh, don't let yourself talk about anything that's in the future or in the past. Like Have any actual of the, plans too. Yeah. Um, like I, I think those things probably all help. Um, mm-hmm. to do that. And I think also in those moments, like acknowledging like, wow, I'm struggling thinking about us having to leave. Like talking about it is not a bad thing. Acknowledging it and then being like, okay, that means, look, we've got two more nights left together. Let's make sure we make the most of it. Yeah. I feel like we were, um, it was really hard for us to communicate about it and i feel like sometimes like there was like a breaking point for us where we would be like we were both were like i'm so sick of this yeah and then we literally made a plan we were like okay well you're gonna i think we made made a plan for to be engaged and Mm -hmm. one of us was moving yeah so like you know yeah it it definitely was something that was hard for us to talk about um and i think it was hard for us to talk about because for a while we didn't have like the end in sight yeah. for when long distance was going to end. Like it took us a couple five, years, basically five years. Yeah, of trying to do it. Well, four. I mean, yeah. Because we would talk about from the like, time we got engaged, it was like leading up to that. We knew we had what was next. Yeah, that was like. But leading up to that, it was always okay. like, uh, are we going to keep doing this forever? I don't want to keep doing this. We never really like yeah. had the plan because neither of us were going to move just for each other. There had to be other circumstances. This one is asking, did you ever break up during long distance? I don't know, you, I feel like we've talked about this, but... Yeah, we've talked about this. So actually, early on in our relationship, we, uh, I tried to break up with Julia because there was... Very my, early on, like a few months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was having the doubts of like, do I want to be doing this? My life... And my job at the time was something that would take me traveling all the all over the world, 
are all over the all over the country and moving all over the country, I was like, I'm not gonna, you know, stop this lifestyle. It wasn't for me to do a long distance relationship for that time at that time. And I I remember like we were on the phone. I was laying in my bed and I like tried to break up with <laughs> you and break up with Julia. And we ended up getting off the phone saying, we're not going to break up, but we're going to talk about it the next morning. And I remember waking up the next morning being like, I can't break up with her. I can't break up with this girl. So I was going to say, I feel like we never really talked about like what made you stay together with me. I kind of like forced it. I thought I was like forcing it on him because I remember us talking about him kind of being like, I don't know how I feel. And those were the words you used. So I was like, oh, he doesn't really like like me like I like him. Yeah. And for you, it was more like you just weren't sure how this was going to work. Not like, how did you feel about me? And I remember my heart literally shattering. And I was just like, I cannot let this happen. Like, yeah. I was like, so I didn't sleep for a minute that night. Yeah. And sure. I remember texting you the next morning. And I think we talked and we, and I think we were just like, let's have a plan to see each other. Like, I think you're like, I want to make this work. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, the first year for us for distance, one, because we were just meeting each other, like we didn't know each other. And two, like it was just hard to know what page each other was on. Yeah. So I just had like, I was like a nervous wreck for the first year. Yeah. Like calling my friends and my mom, like crying every, <laughs> every single time I would leave you and be yeah. like, I can't do this, but I feel like I have no choice. Yeah. I think that was something that made it a little harder for us is because we, one, we were doing long distance, but two, we were also just getting to know each other. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about on this podcast, like, you know, being able to communicate and like the value of couples being able to communicate to each other. Those early years is like what forced us to have to learn how to communicate. Like, right. Is this a serious relationship? Is this, or is it not? What do we actually want out of this? How do you actually feel about me? How do I feel about you? Like some of the harder conversations um, that I think you can like hide behind because you can see and feel a person's emotions when you're in person. Yeah. But for us, it was like, wow, I actually have to learn how to articulate over the phone how I feel about this girl yeah. rather than like... I think in person, it's a little easier to feed off emotion. And also, I just think being able to reach out and give a hug or put my hand on your that shoulder, was really put my hand us, on your yeah. leg. It's like, you can't do that over the phone. Yeah. And and it, it forced us to learn how to communicate, which is, yeah. you know, I think right now, probably our biggest asset with each other in our truly relationship. Is, yeah. But that didn't come from nothing. This is, what is your biggest no or do not do when it comes to long distance? Are you looking at me to answer that one? I'm not, I'm not looking at you at all. So I would say that the biggest no is, um, I think it's forcing it slash hiding things. And when I say forcing it, like if long distance is not for you, don't, force it just because you don't want to break up or get out of a relationship. Right. And I think that's the same with how I think about hiding. I think it's in hiding. a long distance relationship. Let me give my example in a long distance relationship. It's very easy to lie about where you are, to lie about what you're doing, to lie about who you're with, because 
the person you're dating is not there. Mm -hmm. So I think it becomes easy to, I think a lot of long distance relationships end in unfaithfulness. Yeah. Because, you know, I think what we all want in relationships is that romantic touch, is that, you know, that feel of love. And you don't get that in a long distance relationship when you're distanced. So a lot of people look for that in other ways. Yeah. So I think like hiding and being unfaithful because you, I think more so than in an in-person short distance relationship, <laughs> you are putting yourself out there to be vulnerable yeah. to some of those things. Yeah, definitely. Um, it kind of brings us to this next question, which says, how do you make, oh wait, um, starting a long distance in September, worried about being jealous and feeling special in the relationship. Any tips? Because I feel like um, the jealous thing was we didn't really deal with that no. too much. I feel like there was a few times where we almost the fact that we like didn't deal with it made us be like, wait, like should should we be thinking that? Yeah. Should we be jealous? Mm. Um, so one thing that I always did with Pat, or at least I tried to make sure that he would do this, and it failed a few times. Anytime he would go out at night without me or vice versa, anytime we would go out, obviously without each other. Mm -hmm. um, but anytime we, the one number one thing we would always do is call each other before bed. I think it kind of just like reassures each other that we are in our bed alone mm -hmm. and that we're like safe. Yeah. And it just kind of made, makes, or made me feel like I could like go to sleep, you know, in peace. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, that that's a hard one. And, um, Knowing that a long distance relationship or that your in-person relationship is about to go long distance, I think is hard and really tough. Um, I think there are little things that you can do um, to help alleviate some of that. Like, well, first off, what you're talking about is fear. Like, don't worry about that. Like, cross that bridge when you get to it, like the jealousy. And I think there are things that you can do, like Julia said, you know, being the last person they call right before bed. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, you always want to have that pillow talk. You always want to make sure, like, that person's coming home to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also while you're going out with your friends or they're going out with their friends, like, you know, I, I don't want it to say, I don't want to say, like, oh, like, you should still be texting them the whole night or no, calling them the whole totally night not. because that is no. um, distracting. But making them feel like they're actually kind of part of it Meaning, mm -hmm. look, if I'm going out with my friends and Julia's not here, let me send her uh, a FaceTime while I'm there yeah. and talk to her. Let her talk to whoever or let her meet I, my friends over FaceTime. Yeah. Like or let me second. let me uh, send her a selfie while I'm out with the group that we're with or let me text her still a little bit. I mean, I think about remember, I used to always go to Sonoma in Washington, yeah. D.C. And I feel like. And I used to always go to this. It's like a pretty nice bar restaurant, but it was super close by where I lived. And I got to know the bartender and servers there really well. So I would yeah. go there by myself. And I feel like even before you came to visit me in DC, you like knew them a little bit yeah. because I had talked to you about them so much. And I had, um, you know, shown you on FaceTime while I was there or like taking pictures with these guys and like sent it to you. I also feel like this, you're starting a long distance in September, meaning you're already in the relationship now. And I feel like if you guys are willing to do the long distance, then you probably, it sounds like you already have this like trust and yeah. you know each other very well. So I don't think you should feel jealous 
Mm -hmm. or like you're not going to be special because if this is the person you like and you're willing to do distance after not doing distance already, then I feel like you should have no, I mean, it'll be hard, but it shouldn't be like, there should be no surprises. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I would say if jealousy and, you know, trust issues are already a thing, Mm -hmm. long distance might make it harder. Right. But if that's not a thing, then I don't think it'll just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay, this is a good question. Because we, this was like, I don't know, this was hard for us. How did you, how do you make meetups feel like what regular life would be like versus a vacation? Ooh. We always would talk about this. Yeah, Because we would, it was very hard for us to, we would, every single time we would see each other, yeah. the first thing we would do is like we would go out to dinner and go get drinks and, which was really And we would do us. that every night when we were together. Right, yeah. Which meant. It was vacation for us every night. Yeah. And it's funny that e- even you're bringing that up um, means you're aware of it. And that was kind of, I think, what helped flip the switch for us is every time we were seeing each other, it was like, oh, I have to have something planned for this weekend. And that means I've got to have two dinners planned, right. a place to go for brunch, and something to do during the day, which always made it feel like vacation. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, let's stop planning stuff. Let's stop going out for every meal let's try and cook stuff at home let's try and just like wake up and have a day yeah i also feel like um i'm assuming you're writing this in because this is like an issue but i feel like you should be happy like i miss now we miss the times when we would like meet up with each other for the weekend and we could just treat it like vacation like it was and i feel like you should enjoy that too because hopefully the goal is at some point you guys won't be long distance anymore and it won't feel like vacation. So as much as you want it to feel like regular life, I would say you can do regular life things. Like you don't have to go out all the time. Mm-hmm. But enjoy the fact that it does feel like a vacation. Yeah. Because like it kind of is. Like you're getting to yeah. see the person that you haven't seen in a while. So you're going to do things together that you don't get to normally do. Yeah. And I would say, you know, a big thing would be like... <laughs> A vacation is something we do, just the two of us. Normal life, we live with other people. So, like, finding other people to hang out with. Like, when you go visit... Yeah, involve your friends. Whoever. Yeah, inv- invite family. friends. Say, hey, we're going to go here, do this. Why don't you come meet us for drinks? Or Have dinner with you know, your family, your parents, whoever's yeah. like, place you're at, or if you are. Yeah, make it more inclusive of other people. How do you stay emotionally connected while long distance? Okay, I'm trying to think. Emo- there's like physically, emotionally, mentally. Mm-hmm. How is emotionally different than like, like I don't. Yeah. Like, what do they mean? Like, oh, that was my chair. <laughs> that was Julie's butt. Um, how do you stay emotionally connected? I mean, I think this is, I don't know I mean, what makes relationships, uh, romantic relationships different than friendships. Right. Other than the desire to, you know, take it to a different level. And I think like naturally things stay like you stay emotionally connected. And if you become emotionally disconnected, then you break up. Right. Yeah. I I think the, you know, I'm like picturing a scenario, but Pat and I like, and I know a lot of people aren't like big texters these days, but when we were Mm -hmm. doing long distance, I wouldn't say that we talked. This is another question. How long in the day did you talk? So it kind of like is similar. But 
Um, we wouldn't like text all day long because we were, you know, busy, but we were communicating every day. Mm-hmm. We would at least call each other once a day. Um, and there were a few times where we did, I feel like there were times where we did feel like emotionally disconnected because we would be like, I feel like we've been in a rut for, we, we're not going to see each other for a month. And yeah. two weeks into that month, we're like, okay, do we even still like talk or do we even still like each other? We'd have to like, yeah. and it, it just came down to it being like, no, we're just busy and we can't see each other. I can't just like, even like, I can't just come home to you while you're sleeping at night and crawl in bed with you. Like, yeah. and that would be an emotional like connection. Yeah. And we didn't have that. So we always had to like kind of check our relationship and there would be times where we'd get into ruts where we just weren't like connecting through text. And it's like, how hard is that to do? Yeah. Well, I think that's a good explanation and better than I did. And while you were talking about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's exactly it. Because there definitely were times where it was like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm dating my phone. Yeah. Right. I feel like my person on the other line is actually just some operator that I like, it was like nothing because sometimes we would be busy and like you would we would literally text each other good morning and then you'd say good morning and then like we'd go to work yeah and then you'd, we'd you'd be go like, to work are you there how's work PM. oh yeah. it's good how's work for you pretty good all right what are you making for dinner uh, i just finished a burger all right good night love you yeah and for a few days in a row we'd be like doing the same like that yeah. exact thing and like we wouldn't have time to call each other or like yeah, yeah. And, and this is what i would say as you were talking about it, what popped in my head to like agree about like feeling like I'm dating in my phone. That same challenge comes in to play with in-person relationships, right? There are times where now that we've been married for a year and living this whole life like together. We have to check ourselves still. Yeah, you still have to like, you know, you, you do... There are instances where you can have a disconnect. There are instances where things get boring. There are instances where, you know, you doubt everything. And, you know, it's like, so how do you handle that in person the same way you would on the phone? Like, you've got to find ways to spice things up. You've got to find ways to reconnect. You've got to find ways to communicate about. And, you know, these are all things. Yeah. At least in person, you can give a hug and a kiss. And, yeah. You know, we can say, hey, let's go out and do this. Let's get dinner. And I want to talk about these things to help us reconnect. Or, you know, I think for yeah. us a couple of times it was like, all right, let's go on a trip. Right. Let's let's go do something together that's different and, you know, make us like feel that, you know, that connection. And Yeah. Um, long distance for three years. How what is the best way to talk about next steps? Serious, but not pushy. I think, so to me, and even this person, I don't know who it is because Julie's reading it, saying serious, not pushy, like, serious you is need not to pushy. be, no, and pushy isn't always serious, Yeah, that you need to be forthright with like what your intentions are and what you want. You coming out and saying, look, I want, we've been doing law and distance for three years. I'm in a position where I want to get married and I'm like, or I want to live near each other. I'm having whatever it is. Flashbacks from our relationship. When I was saying to you, look, I want to be married. I want to get married. I want to do it, you know, in this timeline, if that doesn't work for you, then it's okay. We can break up. That's not, Oh, breaking up is not a bad thing. And it took us that time to like, come full circle where we both were ready for it but yeah i think you can be forthright and just saying here's what i want here's where i want this relationship to go talk to me about how you think about that is that the same direction you see this going if not okay 
how can we make this work? Yeah, you either have to like compromise or honestly go your separate ways. Like, um, Pat was very like at some point he was just like I'm just ready to get married, and I that when he said that to me, I was like I'm not. Mm-hmm. So we did go through a little bit of like it wasn't that I wasn't I didn't want to marry him. It was that I had to communicate that I just wasn't ready. But and he basically was just like. I need to know that I see it in the future, yeah. in the near future. And I was, and it was kind of like, we, we never were on the verge of breaking up, but we had moments where we didn't really communicate well and figuring that out. And then eventually I feel like I just kind of came around and was like, you know, this yeah. is what I want too. Like, I don't want to wait anymore. Um, and yeah. it was compromise on both ends. I remember, I guess maybe it was summer of 2019. 20, is that when no. we got engaged? Yeah, that's when we got engaged. So maybe it was early and then, maybe it was 2018. I remember we were, you and I were sitting at the beach in, at your parents' house and we were sitting on the beach having a conversation. What? Laying on towels. Yeah, I think. Like having a conversation and like we were both like being straightforward. I was like, Julia, this is what I want. And if you don't see it going there, then that's fine. But this relationship shouldn't keep going. Right. And you were like. I wanted to get there. I just don't feel right now. And we went back and forth. And I remember us having this conversation and like, we never came to a conclusion, mm-hmm. but it was one, it was nice for us to like, put it out there. Like, Hey, here's what we're both thinking. And I think that's another thing to think about with these conversations is that it doesn't need to be like a, Hey, let's decision. sit down and have a conversation for one hour. That was the first time we had talked a, about it. Yeah. In person at least. Yeah. And then I remember, I think your parents came to the beach like right then and there. And you and I, I think like, I remember being like visibly like emotionally distraught and having to kind of like pull it together and like, Oh what, yeah. After when? Well, when your parents came to the beach, like after we were having that conversation. Were, we, were you sad? I don't, remember, I don't like, know if how it was it like a sad, it was a little bit of like disheartening mm. and maybe not getting the answer Nothing that I fulfilled. hoped. Yeah. yeah. And then I think like, you know, we probably laid there and didn't really talk in awkward conversation with everybody else because we weren't involved and it was just like, or we weren't there. Yeah. But, I don't, I'm trying to like think back to that because I don't remember what like pushed us through. Um, oh, I actually, I do. Um, I can talk about it briefly. I mean, I remember after that, maybe a few months went by and I'll never, ever forget this conversation I had with my neighbor who was kind of like, I don't know, she's kind of like a second mom to me growing up. I just remember being one time so sad about long distance and I was just like so over it. And Mm. I had this conversation with this girl um, who I'm really close with and she like woke me up and basically was just like, basically just brought me to my own feelings and like so that I could understand them. And she was like, I think a lot of what I was feeling was fear of what other people would say or how people would react if I was true to my feelings by being like, no, I want to be like, I want to get married because I felt young. And she kind of just like, we talked about it. And I remember like crying and just being like, yeah, you're right. Like, this is what I want. And it just took me like longer to realize it. And then once I did, we were able to like, communicate and i was able to talk more seriously about it with you yeah so i feel like this person saying what's the best way to talk about next steps i feel like you really just have to be like open with how you're feeling and not make the person feel like pat never made me feel pressured about like what i need to it wasn't like an ultimatum he was like this is what Mm -hmm. i want and we need to talk about it so i feel like that was yeah yeah i think 
I mean, I, I know the example you just gave or that experience. And I, I remember that, um, or I remember you talking about, I wasn't there, but I think that's a, another like resource for people to use is talk about, talk to other people, right? Don't 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 live by yourself in this. Yeah. I was just like very afraid of like how I actually felt. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you kind of got to have these as important as, as important as important as it is to have these conversations with each other. Mm-hmm. You need to have these conversations with yourself where you're like, mm-hmm. what do I want? How do I feel about this person? What is my yeah. you know, end game here? Yeah. Like you've got to understand that yourself before you put, you know, put it on the line with anybody else. Totally. This person says, "Do you track him on anything?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, everything. Hmm. I'm just kidding. Actually, no. We no. don't have each other's location or anything on. No. Um, we should, but I we don't. don't. Know. We Maybe for, like, safety reasons sometimes. Yeah. But I also, I like, no, we were very, like, open and, like, trusting of each other where we didn't need that. Yeah. And maybe sometimes I was like, oh, I wish I had this right now. But I also didn't want to get in the habit of being, like, knowing where you are all the time. Like, I wanted to be 100% comfortable in the trust. Mm-hmm. And I think it took a while to fully get there. Like sometimes you just want to like, I want to open your phone and read your texts. Like at least when we were like just starting dating, but I was yeah. like, I'm not going to do that because I trust you. And that would just make me like, that would just start a cycle. Yeah. So the answer is no, we don't. Um, this is any advice on how to stay in a positive mindset and not overthink things constantly. Maybe you can answer this better because I feel like I, I mean, I was young. I was 20, 21, and I was definitely just like a anxious wreck the whole time. But mm-hmm. now, being a little bit older, I don't feel like I'd be that way. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like you were ever like that, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely wasn't as bad as you were with it, but I definitely still had my moments. I mean, yeah, you know, I think like with any relationship, it's it's hard. Um, you know, always having a positive outlook. And, you know, I think that was probably the hardest part of us doing long distances. Every time we were together, it was so good. Yeah. And every time we were apart, it was just like, like not as good. It was kind of dry. It was kind of like, all right, like I said, like I'm dating my phone. And the positive outlook that I tried to always have was it's worth it. Yeah. Right. If this person that I talk to on my phone is the person that I do want to be with, then this is like a step to get there. And while those steps weren't always easy, they weren't always no, it was very super smooth, they were always worth it. And yeah. that was like what I had to remind myself. And I do that with like a lot of, you know, when I think about my workout routine, it's like, uh, today I'm not going to become, you know, the incredible hawk. But this workout today is going to be worth it to help me get to where I want to be. Where I think about, you know, how we got a dog, how we like a lot of life decisions and they all take steps and processes and there's a lot to it. But if you do believe it's worth it, like knowing that it's worth it is a good way to stay positive. I just saw this, which I feel like hopefully this whole episode is helping with this question because it says advice for when you get off that long distance quote routine for a few days, it drains me. And I feel like, I think we've like answered this. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I read it because we were just talking about, you know, how we would have super off days and they are very draining and you have to like force yourself to communicate 
through technology yeah. to make it go back on track. And a lot of times it wouldn't even get back on track until after we saw each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like always with our communication, like the 10 days leading up to seeing each other were always like the hardest and the worst. And that always meant when we, right when we saw each other, it was always like a reacquaintance. Like it was was weird. It was like, Oh, I feel like I need to introduce myself or I feel like I need to like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, Oh, am I allowed to give you a kiss or like, and sometimes that would start like little arguments with us. Like I feel like there were times where we would like be so excited to see each other and then Mm -hmm. we would see each other. And for the first few hours, we'd almost be like, so like it would so be, this is is this worth yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. But then like we just realized that it was just us being like so in our heads. Yeah. Um, I just want to get through a few more. Okay. Um This is how did you know you were in love while long distance? Finding myself guarded in my relationship because of long distance. Ooh. I feel like this is so you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's the same one long distance and in-person relationships, like the feeling of love and knowing you're in love and that, you know, this could progress to marriage or a longer term commitment, I think is really hard. And different for everyone. I literally couldn't like keep it in. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. You showed the world, baby. So I just um, like, I was like, I just knew and then like I told you at a bad time yeah whatever yeah well this whole like love thing it's something we're like all told as babies like from the time you're born till whenever you know people stop saying i love you it's like you never really know what love is or what love feels like it's like if this person left me would i cry yes does that mean i'm in love no like i don't know how to then why don't you answer what made you think that you were in love with me in long, we were doing long distance. Long we distance. Both said it. I mean, I think it was, to me, it was, um, I couldn't see myself wanting to be with anybody else. I saw myself, like, I could vis- envision what our future would look like. Like, I feel like, I don't know, seven years ago or however many years ago at this point when we started dating, like six years? I don't even know. Six. Six. Like, I could picture this moment of us getting our first dog. I could picture this moment of us getting our first apartment like yeah and i wanted that you still you know, feel I that think, way baby yeah <laughs> and i feel like you yeah. know that whole um like wanting that future together like never like you know i don't when i see other other chicks other women <laughs> and like yeah obviously i'm still like physically attracted, like I can say like, oh, that girl's beautiful. But that mm-hmm. never carries over to me being like, oh, I want to be her husband. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I want to make her coffee in bed. It's like, no, I like, I think that way about Julia and that's it. Oh, so sweet. Hmm. Well, I feel like I was just listening to a podcast recently where they were like, somebody was writing in about advice. Like they have a boyfriend, but they met someone at the gym that they were like interested in. And I'm like, there is such a difference in being, thinking someone's attractive And also having feelings for someone. Like me and you can both think anyone's attractive. It's not going to bother me. It's not going to bother you. At the end of the day, I know that like you want me and I want you. And I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm maybe getting off topic here. But that was kind of the feeling we had when we knew that we were in love. And we were doing long distance. So we kind of were like, 
well, that just really means something. Yeah. And I think if you're not feeling that, it doesn't mean it's not going to come. And I also think love is different for everyone. Yeah. But you really do have to like think about what you want. And if you're okay without it, then maybe it's not for you, you know? like Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other piece of that to me is commitment is um, like, you know, love is, and there's a long list of every, everything that everybody would say love is. And the one that I think is lost, I think more commonly now, just the evolution of marriage and relationships and, you know, the divorce rate and set blah, blah, blah is yeah. commitment. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of people think like love makes things easier. Love is the answer. Love is going to get us through. And that's just not the case at all. Love is probably going to make things harder. The feeling of love is going to like present challenges. Um, but the commitment that you make to the other person is how you're going to get through that. Yeah. Willow just came running in here With and almost jumped on our table. This last one we can end on. I think obviously I didn't get to every question, but I hope that we, I think we answered a lot of them um, in just talking. Mm -hmm. So this one is tips for moving in together after years of long distance. Mm. Slow and steady. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, when did we move in together? Literally when we got married. No, so. we moved in together before that when but, we lived with Viv. Okay. I do want to say that I was very nervous about living together because I think um, once we got super comfortable in long distance um, and, you know, five years into it, we were just had a routine mm -hmm. and we trusted each other fully and there was no anxiousness anymore. I was so nervous to live together because I was like, we're literally going from seeing each other once a month to seeing each other every single day. Um, our plan was before COVID that Pat was going to be traveling for work and I was going to still be working, you know, in New York. So we were going to live mm -hmm. together, but he was going to be gone like half the week. And I was like, this is a great transition. Yeah. Um, that failed <laughs> and obviously a pandemic happened and we ended up moving in with my parents 24 mm. seven. Yeah. But it threw a wrench in it for us and it just ended up working out because I think that some people are like, you know, you need to live with somebody before you get married. And Pat was the first guy that was ever like, I don't want that. Mm. And at first I was a little skeptical about it, but then I was like, I just felt like I already knew everything I needed to know. Yeah. And I'm sure there was obstacles that were going to come and there have been, but nothing that I was like, there's going to be no deal breakers. Yeah. Um, I think you just really have to know each other. And if you're second guessing anything, you, you're not ready or you shouldn't be doing it. But like you said, tips would be like communicate. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say it, like the tip I would say for somebody moving in together is like expect there to be chaos, expect there to be like little nagging fights expect things to not go as perfectly as you know you've seen in movies or how you have it played out in your head and knowing that there are going to be those little issues like being able to communicate about them is going to change it all if um it's like one thing i do that pisses julia off is like my laundry like i'm not very good with my laundry and um i don't know I'm just not. But Julia tells me when it bothers her. Mm -hmm. and I'm very good at that. She's very good at that. 
And, but her being able to tell me is kind of like, oh, that's a good reminder. Like, I need to get this done. Otherwise, it's going to build up to another fight. Yeah. And her being able to tell me is like a small thing, but it's big because if she wasn't telling me and just always looking at my laundry and then it would build up, build up, build up. It would be such a build up, yeah. And it would turn into a bigger blow up and a bigger fight rather than her just saying, hey, can you get your laundry done? Yeah. And, um. Yeah. And also moving in together, I just want to say like, this is a big step, but it is just a step. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to marry this person. You are not committed to anything other than living together and seeing how that goes. Mm -hmm. And if it turns out to be like, this is horrible, then you have a way out. Like, you know, there's not, you are not trapped. And that's I think a lot of people do feel that when they live together, like, well, we already live together. I don't want to move out. And it's like, no, you're not trapped. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. So, but it's a really good step. It means you guys like want to be living together. And I think after long distance, it should be a really exciting thing. Also nerve wracking, but take the exciting part of it and like really just go with that because you're about to like finally not have to do distance anymore. And like, Mm -hmm. it'll be really good at first (laughs) until it's terrible. You're going to love it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, moral of the story is that we always talk about how we do not regret long distance at all. Although it was really hard at times, I feel like it really shaped us like in our relationship. Yeah. And I don't regret it all. Sometimes we even miss it. Yeah. I think, you know, for all of the questions we get about long distance, and I think one, this is the general perception of long distance, and this is a lot of people's experience, is that it's so bad, it's so negative, when in reality, I think there are a lot of positive things um, that long distance relationships present so versus, yeah. you know, in person. and Also, this is our experience, and I don't know what it would be like if I was here and you were in like japan like yeah, i don't it, think that would work i think our experience was i mean we were far away but we weren't time zones apart we right. weren't continents apart not that that and can't that, work yeah it, not yeah true but yeah so all um, right so hopefully that was helpful hopefully we answered some of your questions and gave you guys hope we did it you can do it if you don't want to do it that's okay so with that being said um this episode is over and We'll see you next week. See you, everybody. Have a good one.